Welcome back to another session. We start. We stop in the intro to Shara Bechina, which is on page Nunchet. We're about the second paragraph in the page, which is right before the end of the introduction. That's where we stop. Shara Bechina is, which we'll see again, uh, the Rabbeinu Bach's interpretation of our requirements to investigate all that we see around us, all the creation. I'm done. Yeah, all the creations around us as a way to start to recognize Hashem by, by investigating into all of his creations including other humans we can get a, a deeper understanding of the way Hashem interacts with the world good? Mm-hmm. English is okay? Yeah. I've been here for three years <laughs> okay. any word you don't understand ask me I'll give it to you in Hebrew Thank you. Okay. Yeah, so we're on page Nun Chet okay. yeah turn open. open open to page Nun Chet yeah, Allah, let's go. Who's reading for me? No? Why don't you guys read? Let's go. Come on. The Chevan Shah Davar Ken. Hayavim Ba'alaya Da'a. Yalla, no? Should I take it? What's the difference? I don't know. Whoever goes. The Chevan Shah Davar Ken. Hayavim Ba'alaya Da'a. Hayavim Ba'alaya Da'a. Hayavim Ba'alaya Da'a. Hayavim so, so God, God gave some people deeper understanding and because you have that deeper understanding now it's your obligation to help those your, your to help those that are not as gifted in the area of understanding and therefore Imagine how much how much benefit they're missing out on because they don't have that knowledge, right? You do have, and therefore Imagine now you're gonna use your with your kind with your deep amazing kindness. You start to now explain things to them. You understand that they don't, right? How much how much gratitude are they gonna to show towards you? How much how, how much right? So you get the oneg in this world, and the gmul, and the reward for in the next world. The oneg that you're helping somebody to understand something, right, and the benefit of olam about with it. Who's the chacham? Shlomo. Darbonot. What's a darban? What's a darban? Darbonot. Darbonot. What's a? Yeah, poker. So they spike, come on. Yeah, they used to guide. Okay? So it's just, like they use a stick like they hit the, to move the animal. The words of the rabbis, right? It's like the guide. Use it to, to guide somebody. Masmerot. Masmerot nails. Neto'im. So this is the Kehoyalet. is comparing, right? The divrecha chamim to these st- spikes, let's say, and to pokers, right? Himshil at divrecha chamim. Right. So two things, right? You guide them, and then you. Uh, so the, the words of the rabbis first guide people, and then it's like the masmer that they put inside to the person. You get it in there, and it doesn't come out anymore. Yeah. Yeah. 
in, in, when you swallow, right? So it's inclusive. Inclusive over here means inclusive. Asher betichilat hapasuk. What? What? That's it. All the books that were written, right? Balei suppose those the book, books, the scribes, the one that wrote these books. That right? They're, they're saying now that they nitchaberu b'sugei chokma. All the different types of understanding, all the intellects, yitzivim v'kayamim. That's why they compared to masmer, right? It stays forever. The benefit that once a person gains knowledge, it stays with them forever. So that's why I use the, the nail the nail analogy, something that stays inside. Right? Okay, so here we go. Now we're going to come to this bichina. Bichina over here means to reflect upon. It means to investigate. So this is called sha'ara bichina, my obligation of reflection upon creation, my investigation into creation. He says he breaks and broken down into six different categories. Okay, so the essence of Bechina is the first one, right? How is it, right? And then, am I obligated to do this or not? Third one, Ech, how? Okay, how do I do it? Okay, how many different types of creations can we look into? Okay, the fifth one, Elohim Hasugim, Akirovim Elav, the ones that are closer to me. Chovalim, the Chobahim Yotem, Minashi'ar, those ones are more obligated to investigate. What causes me to lose out on investigations? So those are little categories. Each pitik for the next five, six brakim will be one of them. Okay, so the first one was Mahut Habichinava Amita. What does that mean? The essence of this idea of investigation into the creations. Omar. So I have to be mitbonen, I have to invest, right, to think about, to analyze, right, God's wisdom, right, his organization, well that's all based upon the amount of intellect that God has given to the person doing the investigation, right, it's not the same for everybody. Right. And therefore, the requirement would be based on how much intellect you have. The who? But could, could you gain? You could gain that intellect. It's not, yes, it's you not can by somebody. Natural. By some, only only by somebody. Not, it's not only right. It's not only naturally given. But if someone explains it to me, I can understand it. But you know, the first person has to give it to me first. So. Right. Okay. By nivraim, right? Even though the chokhmah, knowledge, understanding, intellect, whatever word you want to use for chokhmah, right, is different among different creator creations, God's creations. Ah, but the ikar, the yisod of intellect is only one. What does that mean? He's going to give you an example. Kimo. So using an analogy over here. He says the sun gives off rays. Right? So... When my the glass that I look at the sun through is clear, so I get one color. But if I have red glass, I get a different color. If I have blue glass, but the sun didn't change. So what the reaction of the of the uh, glass on the rays is what's giving me that difference. So that's like the same with a person. Chokhmah is one. There's only one chokhmah, but every person is a different color glass, and you understand that chokhmah in a different manner. So it's a different perspective. That's right. Exactly what he's saying. That's exactly looking through a different lens. That's what he's saying, basically, right? And the thing also like they're all true. Correct. They're not all right. That's correct. They're, so, they're, that's true. It's red because there's a red glass. Yeah. It doesn't mean that the, the, the rays of the sun, actually, they could all be false also. Right. None of them are that color, right? Right. So, but, but, I'm saying, like, it's like similar to Shurim Parim Latorah. That's true. 
That's true. And he gives another example. Kimo, uh, Maim. So the rain comes on the rain comes on the ground. And what grows? All different stuff grows, but it's all the same rain. The same water caused, you know, whatever, roses to grow and whatever you want to say, violets to grow and wheat to grow. It's all the same water. So what it's the reaction of the water on the ground with the seed that's there is getting something else. So the seed is creating something different. Okay, and same idea with the rays of the sun and the colors. Is the same idea. It's all the same water. It's all the same source. But what you get can be different. So as he says, therefore, you start to look at these different creations that are here. That that are that God is interacting with, in one way, and you're getting many different reactions out of that one interaction. So the sun rays come down on the earth, and together with the water, the rain and the water don't the, the water and the sun don't change, but the reaction that they have on earth is multiple. Many different things are reacting with that, and your investigation into that will cause you to lead to you know of Hashem of what's going on, how He created all these things around us in different manners, even being able to interact with its with His one in, you know original creation of the sun and the water and whatever. Fine. Well, we just get that. We did that line. So how come the rain falls here and this world grows an apple, and then the rain falls there and that grows a pear, and uh, if I put a red glass, I get red light? Why is that, right? So we have to start to, right, to to really open your eyes and look at everything around us and try to put this thought into our mind that God is interacting and creating all this that we see that we take for granted walking down the block and walking wherever you are. I just drove four hours. I never saw mountains and skies and, and things. Wild, wild, wild. All that is happening because of the same sun, and the same rain, and they all look different. Everything looks different. Different colors, different charge, different shape. That doesn't happen. It doesn't just happen. Right? Nobody, if everything looked the same, wherever you go, everything looks the same. Are you ever going to look into it? You're not paying attention to it. When you see something different, that, course, that catches your eye. So God is intentionally creating things that look different. So you start to pay attention. Otherwise, if everything always looking the same, so that's it. You're walking down and everything is gray. There were no colors in the world. And you're just walking down the block. Everything looks the same, right? Well, you're in Jerusalem, right? And the, you know, every building looks the same. And you don't know, if you don't know the block, you don't know where you are. You have no idea where you go. You have no idea because every building looks the same, right? But when you, when you have something that sticks out, so then that, that catches your eye. Now I'm going to look at that. Oh, whoa. So that's the idea what he wants to say, that the, why we walk around, why people look different. Why does every person look different? Why do, why do all the animals, are, the animals all look the same, but I have different kinds of animals, and I have different kinds of birds, and I have different kinds of, and the trees are this color sometimes, and there's other trees that are pink, and there's green ones, and there's bears, and blah, blah, blah. why, 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 why? He's saying it's, 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 it's God putting the lights on in Times Square. He's trying to catch your attention. He's putting you the billboards to look at. Take a look at this. Look, boom. Puts color on it. Puts things on it. Makes things look beautiful to you. Gives you a gorgeous sunrise. The lights and the glimmering on the sun. And the why? So you look. It's not always gorgeous. Good. Not always. True. And that fact. And when it's not, like, whoa, that was so nice yesterday. Why is it like this today? He wants you to look at that also. What are you supposed to come? Like, what's the big goal? 
The idea is to recognize that like all, where it's coming from. Yeah, that's the point. What is going on here, right? Wake up, right? That's what he's trying to say. Fun. All of creations are not, they don't look the same. They're not with the same, uh, what do you call it, mold, right? Oh, big line. What does he say over here? If something does the same thing over and over and over and over and over, that means that it doesn't have its own free choice. That's you push the button in the factory, the machine turns on, it just does the same thing over and over and over and over and over. It has no choice. That's, that's what it's done. That's all it can do. It can only do what it was given the rights to do. When things can come out differently, that shows that they have now their own free choice involved. Ella. Ella for El That's only that's the machine. Whatever I programmed into it, I gave it its teva, and that's all it can produce. Somebody now, this is the, 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 the head of the factory, let's say, right? The guy's in charge. So you want to make sure that it keeps coming out the same. That's that's what he's doing. You can't change it at all. Ah, so now he's going to rep- apply this to some of the things in nature. Fire. Can fire ever change its essence? No. It's hot, it burns, it consumes, that's it. Does it ever do anything else? No. Doesn't have a choice to do something. Fire doesn't have a, cho- a choice to become uh, take something and, and freeze it. Doesn't have an option. Doesn't do that. And therefore, that tells you what that was. That it was commanded to do that because it can't change his mind. Can't do anything different. It can only do that. That means that somebody's controlling it. That's somebody that pushed the button in the factory and is making that go the way that it's going. Because if it didn't, if it had its own choice, who said that every single time fire would be hot and would consume and would destroy? Who said? If, if it had an option not to, maybe it wouldn't. Must be. It doesn't have an option. Oh, it doesn't have an option? That means somebody's telling you what to do. Yeah, but what about the, you, you put a seed in, in the ground? Not yeah. every tree is going to come out the same. Even if you put two like two two seeds of, of the same oak tree. The, That's the true. Two trees won't look the same. That's true. Why? Tell me why. Well, what he, I'm saying, but I feel like it's too contradictory. One gets more sun, one gets more water, one, the wind is affecting it more, one is, so outside factors that are involved that are causing them to look different. If I put the, this, the tree, if I put, plant those seeds in a controlled environment, they'll be the exact same thing. No difference. If I give every single one these same exact nutrients, sunlight, wind, whatever you want to say, they're going to grow exactly the same. Right, bake two cakes at the same time. Right. So there's other factors that are involved that are causing that to look differently. Not that they're in the essence. If I if I go and I, I do an analysis on the tree and I check the uh, DNA or whatever you call the tree, they're identical. There's no difference between them. What affected them was outside forces, right? and that was done on purpose also because God controls the wind and the sun and the light. He wants the trees to look different so that when you look at that, wow, look at this tree. This is a good tree to climb. Oh, this this, this is a good one. Oh, I look at the size of that trunk. Wow. So this is all like the purpose of size. Where are we going to? Right. That's where he's going. Okay. Um, right, it cools down. Water cools things down. Wow. Yeah, somebody has an option to do something, but some something has an option to do things, then it can do different things. Right? An animal has choices. And therefore, sometimes it'll move around, it'll eat from here, and it'll go over there, maybe it'll climb a tree, depending on what kind of animal. It, it has options, it has choices. 
וכיוון שהבורא יתעלל בוחר את פעולותיו ואין לו אנוס ולא מוכרח לא מוטבח. לפיכך עשה את הדברים השונים כפי מה שחייבה חומתו כדי שיורו בשינוייהם על אחדותו ועל שהוא בוחר את פעולו. So you see what he's saying over here? He says now there are creations that have no choice. There are creations that seem to have some choices on how they behave. That's showing you this is all from Gashem. Right. What, is that, what does that mean? I'm confused about the animals. Yeah, go ahead. Because my, my whole understanding of like animals, I feel like everyone uses them as mm-hmm. things that don't have free choice. Well, well, no, an animal has an option. It feels like eating today. So it's going to get out and kill something. It has an option to kill. What, what's going to kill? I don't know. Whatever it, wants, whatever it finds. Whatever it wants. Or it has an option to sleep today. I'm not hungry. I'm going to take it. I'm going to sleep. I ate yesterday. I'm going to eat today. Right, that's what I mean by choices. It doesn't have choices that we have with, with, with intellect. There's, it's somewhat instinct, but it has options as opposed to a tree. A tree can't go anywhere. It's sitting right here. It isn't going to go anyplace. But it's, right? it's, so, it's still programmed to do... The animal is programmed to do... Either God. sleep or eat, but it needs to eat. Yes, and it needs to reproduce, and it needs to do... It has certain instincts that are ingrained inside the animal, but it gets to choose when it wants to do those. No? No, it does. It does. Bird's gonna fly south for the winter, and it's gonna go to where? Where's it gonna stop when it feels like a, whatever? I want to think. Of, is it gonna stop at the same place every year? In general, yes, the same maybe location, but not on the same tree, right. not on the same. But well, it has a choice to land there and not land there and land there. So it has some interaction that's different than something that's inanimate. It has no choice; it can't move, right? right? Something are they like fire. To make those choices at that specific moment. So God will 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 use them as messengers when necessary. Oh, but so when not, so they, they, they fall flying around. According to the Rambam, uh, Hashem created the animals, they let them go. Yeah, they gave them an instinct. They're on your own. So, so what's, choice, what, not what's, what's the point of them? What? What's the point of They're them? here to serve you. But then why would they have free choice? Like, they, they should what, but they'll find free choice. They'll get, right, don't get free choice. choice. No, no, it's not no, free okay. choice. It's not free choice. Why would they have choice at all? Shouldn't they be programmed to do certain... When God needs them to do, they will do. They come in, and after that, they'll do their own What's that mean, God... Every second, God needs to do something, or else God wouldn't create them at all. Well, they, they wouldn't be in the, if, they, if, they, if they don't have an intended purpose by God at that moment, that they're not, they shouldn't be in the world. There's nothing God. Cre- they're here for me. When when I need them, they have to be here for when I need them. So they may be around. I might not, I don't need them right now, but I'm gonna need them at some point like, for some the reason. There purpose. is go- and that is the purpose. So they're here now, even yeah, though right I, now I, they're not necessary. At some the, point they will be necessary. That's why they're here. So they don't have to have a purpose every single instant that they're here. How's it but possible, there is a purpose. How's for them. it possible that, that God mm-hmm. created something mm-hmm. that at this moment doesn't have a purpose? How is it possible that there's something because God the because God lives outside of time? We discussed this before. God doesn't have time. We have time. So God says, yes, there's a need for it. We say, yes, I need it, but I don't need it today. I'm, I'm going, I'm, I may need it some point in the future. So God created the world from the beginning. One of the things he created was Pia uh, Aretz for Korach. Right? It, it was in existence. It just was not here. We didn't see it. It was whatever it was. It was there, but it was for the future. So what? So everyone says, until Korach comes out, God says, what's this for? What's this for? What do I need it for? Why did you create it for, God? No, no. There's going to be a purpose for it. When the time comes, you'll realize why I created it. Same thing for anything else. It doesn't have to have a purpose this exact instant because we live inside time and God's living outside time. So why is it revealed so, to us? Why, what? Why is it revealed to us? Like, Pia Korach, is it revealed to us? When we need to. What? When we need to, we're going to see it. Right, so when 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 that bird, whichever one you're talking about, somewhere I don't know, you don't know where it is. I don't know. It's not real too. Where is it? I don't know. Well, at some point in time, I'm gonna need that bird to do something for me. I don't know. He's gonna peck on my window, and he's gonna wake me up to catch the minyan. 
So God's going to send it to my window when I need it because I owe my alarm that day. There was a blackout and my alarm didn't go off and now I need to wake up to go to shul. So the bird's going to come back on my window. Until that time comes, the bird's hanging around. He's having a good time. He's not, I don't need him right now. Also, What's the problem with that? You have a problem with that? Yeah, that's different than the idea what? of like Hashem only brought us into this world when he felt like the world needed us to be here as people. So that... It's like as if he's working with one rule for people. And one I don't know that. Yeah, that's first of all 100% true that the animals and the, and the people have two different rules. That's for sure. That's that I'm clear about that because we have free choice and the animals don't have any free choice. We were given here with a mission. And by the way, we were sent to the world not for the world. We were sent here for us. The world doesn't need us. We need the world. We're here to gain zechuyot and do mitzvot so we can get a better you know location. In the, in the next life. So we were sent here for us. The world doesn't need us. Probably not. Okay. And, and the one uh, says, uh, Back and forth. Arguing for three years. At the end, they said, They both agreed. Agree, it would have been better for the person to never have to come down to this world. Okay, but now we're here already. It's not our choice. We don't have an option. If I had a choice, we don't have a choice. We're here already. Meaning they, they vote. decided, you know what? It's already best in Hashem's glory. Is it worth it to come down to this world and take a chance on losing? And not doing and not growing and falling into the pit of the Yitzhara? Or is it not better stay where I am at my static location or come down here and try to grow? Because if I come down here, I can get Zuchiyot. And they decided it's better not to come. The Yitzhara here is too big. People fall, people lose. You, instead of getting credits, you're losing credits. And therefore, the risk is not worth the reward. That's what they decided on. Now the rest, and then they continue and say, the Achshav we have no choice. Right? No choice. Not up to you. God decided, whatever word in his wisdom, that this neshama is coming to the world. Tough luck on you. You don't like it? Do Too bad. Now you're already here. What? Do animals have neshama? There's, there's, the neshama is, there's, there's ruach, nefesh, neshama. Three parts. So, it's nefesh, ruach, neshama. So, nefesh is... The the life force that yes animals have we also have that yeah some things have nefesh some things have nefesh and ruach and some things have nefesh ruach and nishama only humans have the nishama aspect right so an animal so animal does that's correct that's right that's right so they end up deciding better not to come now that we're here no choice so now that I'm here I what I have to do I have to just gain zikhuyot that's what I'm here no choice they're saying God. Not actually made a mistake. No, 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 no. The God didn't give him make a mistake. He knew what he was doing. They were saying that it's better for a person not to have to take that risk. They were saying that the risk is not worth the reward. But then why would he do it if it was if it was for our benefit being here? It's a good question. It's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, what their decision. The God, they decided it would be better not to come. Maybe it's a way of them saying, you know, they make. Maybe it's their way of saying that they were trying to give Musa to people that you have to really be careful with how you're going to behave and what you're going to do. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, I have a question. Why can yeah. you say that, yeah. that at every moment an animal is doing what Hashem wants it to do? But okay. God, because the God, according to the, I'm quoting from the Rambam, the yeah. God says does not have an, uh, any control over the animals. 
only when he needs to. He doesn't have constant control. He doesn't have control. He's control of everything. But he lets the animals do what they want until he needs them to do something. He doesn't have hashkacha peratit for ba'ale hayim. Ba'ale, hashkacha peratit is only for juice, only for you. So, so what's their purpose? So they have zero purpose whether whether or not be used for... Potential dinner? The potential. They're first of all created for you. For your to your for your service. So why can't you say and for to be God's messenger when and if He needs them. So why can't you say that that, that, that they're always prepared for their certain mission? I'm not saying they're not. That's what I said before. I told you that when 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 they're going to be needed, they're called into play. Until that point, no, saying, they're here. And then you told me why would we be existing in the world if God doesn't need? Them? I keep telling you that God's outside of time, and He I does mean, need them when the time comes for us. I, I shall have a heart. Can, even, even if God's outside of time, yeah. that it doesn't. It still should be that that it shouldn't be that. Still, some of their exist like all of their existence should be for a certain reason. So you want to have miracles happen every second. That the no. second that God that I need it, that God's going to create it in front of my face. That's what you want to happen. Not necessarily. Well, what's the other option? What's the other alternative? He, he keeps them as like tools. They're around. Yeah, exactly. As necessary, you're going to call on them. Okay, but at least let them do things that that are productive, not just. Who said they're not productive? They're, there's a whole ec- ecology of the ecosystem of very uh, very productive. It's all the food chain is all around based okay. on. All, yeah, but, okay. So there's a purpose there, yeah, so, so but every that. individual animal doesn't have a purpose. It has a purpose when and if we, it's needed to do a message, a message by five. Being part of food Other than that, being part of food, that's, their, that's what they're for. They're so there for us. That's what I can tell you. They're here for us. So that's a constant yeah, purpose. That's though. a purpose that they have every second. Uh, I'm fine. I'm it's fine not, it's not a direct purpose. Yes, they're here, but that doesn't give you a purpose for every individual animal. It gives you a purpose. I need, We need cows. Right. We need cows. How many do I need? I don't know, whatever. We need cows. What, uh, so every single cow has a purpose. Yeah, they're part of the food chain. Yeah, I need them. Yeah, okay. That one? You need that one right there? Maybe. one. Maybe one time God's going to give that cow a message. I don't know. Tell that cow to do something. So I don't know. Is it possible but, animals go their whole lives? Like their whole lives? Yes. 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 A little off topic, but if an animal completes its purpose, like the way Hashem wants it, Hashem uses it, is it gets a fiyot? So it's a good question. That's that. That's if you're gonna get that. That would be yes. If that that animal has some part of a a human soul in it, the gul 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 sometimes comes down. Part of the soul, part of the soul gets put into an animal that needs tikkun. There's all kinds of stuff like that that goes on. So yes, potentially yes. And but, but potentially no. It might not be a gul. Might not have any nishamat to gul gul there. It might just be regular animal. I'm walking past a dog. Yeah. I, I always thought I, like, I could just walk past it without even having to try to move away because it doesn't have free choice. If it bites me, then that's strictly directly from Hashem and I, I needed that to happen. So I should stand in the middle no, of the no, street no, and let the car hit me also because that's... Not, because obviously not, not enter into Sakana, but right. not to be afraid but, and run no, away. No, that's okay. Not to be afraid, okay. But that doesn't mean I shouldn't prevent the dog from biting me. Right, but thinking that it doesn't have free choice. Or like a bee stings me. That it, the bee doesn't have free choice to pick me to sting. That's true. Unless you were said. If if something happened to you directly, something nicked you, nicked you, stubbed your toe, that's from Shammai. 100%. And the beast thing is from Shammai. And the dough bite from Shammai. But that doesn't mean that I shouldn't wear shoes and try not to stub my toe. Right? Yeah, but if it's from Shabbat, then it's going to happen whether you That's correct. Exactly. Not. But fine. So I have to do my Shadlu to protect myself, and then if it's supposed to happen, it's going to happen. 
But even if you even if you didn't wear shoes, if you didn't wear shoes and you weren't supposed to get stuck. If I didn't wear shoes, and you weren't supposed to stub your toe. Then you're not going to stub your toe. But that's you, correct. But that but that but that's not me doing hishtadlut though. But what? Because I don't know if I'm going to happen to stub my toe or not. I have no idea. I have to try to protect myself. It's my obligation to protect myself. If a person wears shoes to not stub their toe. Yeah. Wouldn't Hashem? God forbid, give them a worse punishment. No, necessarily. No, if your punishment is supposed to be, you're going to stub your toe. So when you take off your shoes, you're going to walk by the bed and you're going to kick the, the thing under the thing, you're going to kick the door, the frame, and you're going to jump up in the. Uh, that's it. It's going to get you when the time comes. At some point, you're going to take your shoes off. But, 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 no, but I feel like there's a difference in that type of hishtadlu. Yeah. If we're saying that you're going to stub your toe no matter what, then it really doesn't matter if you wear shoes or not. It's different from like, like if, if let's say you're supposed to make a certain part of stuff, you don't go out and work, then you're not going to make that part of stuff. You can't just sit at home. You need that. You need your hishtadlut to happen. Agreed. And that's so, all you know. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Do you need that? Do you need your hishtad? Do you need to wear your shoes to not stub your toe? Or do like, I need my shoe to wear my shoes passive, to not stub my toe? One is passive. One is active. If I have to go out, you have to remember. You have to remember that anytime I put myself in a place of danger, in order to be saved from that danger, I'm going to be judged. Am I worthy to be saved from that danger? So now walking barefoot puts me in danger of stubbing my toe. Am I worthy to be saved? If I'm going to be saved, well, guess what? They might have to use some of your credits to to, to, to uh, make sure you don't stub your toe. Right? Why do you do that to yourself? Now, if I'm supposed to stub my toe, so even with my shoes, something's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. So why should I have to put myself in that position of being judged to decide if I should be saved or not? Why? We don't want to do that because sometimes the answer is going to be no. Oh, so there's a big so 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 if you don't wear your shoes, there's a bigger chance that you stub your toe. Because I have to check now. Okay, walking barefoot in, in, in on New York City, sir, I'll show you the streets. Is that a smart thing to do? And there's rocks, there's things. I mean, you might step on something. Okay, so now we have to save this guy because you know what? I I looked, I looked at the agenda this morning, and it didn't say that this guy's supposed to stub his toe. But now he's walking barefoot in the street and there's stuff over there. Okay, should we let him stub his toe or not? Oh. Do I have to protect him? Oh, let me check out. Let me see what he did yesterday and the day before. Let me see. Oh, look what he did. Okay, so let him stub his toe. Up. Okay, so so, okay. No? so, uh, so, so that means if you don't wear your shoes and you weren't, no, but, but, I mean, you weren't supposed to stub your or, toe, you or shoes, you no, you know what? He's not supposed to stub. What? Say again? If you don't wear your shoes and if you weren't supposed to stub your toe, and yeah. you don't wear your shoes. There's a chance that you do now end up stubbing your toe. Right, okay. right. It might have not supposed to happen, and now they they they, they decided you're not worthy today. You know what? Because yesterday you did this thing. You're right. Let it be a kapara. Okay, great. But okay, but but you know what? The kapara doesn't have to be today. Okay, but get it done. Get it done. God forbid the person passes away. Goes and what if I make Teshuvah and then I don't have to get punished for it? Ooh. One more time. What if I make Teshuvah and I don't have to get punished for it? Why should I let, why should I let the punishment come now? But if I, if, if, the, the, I make Teshuvah, the Avon turns into a Zichut. So I have a chance to make more, more Teshuvah. I always go, always going to win that one. One question. Yeah, go ahead. How hard you have to do the Ishtalut or... That's the, hard, that's the hardest question in the world to answer. That's the hardest question. To happen or right. to prevent it. Right. That's the hardest question to answer in the world. I, of course I have to do the Ishtalut. When do I know that I have to draw the line? Like where? Where? Like keep going and keep going up to, up to when? Okay? So that's a really difficult question to answer. All I can tell you is that when you're, when you're doing the right thing, the things that you're trying to do happen much easier. So if the door keeps slamming in your face and there's, and there's no way to know when exactly you have to call it quits, but if, if you see that you tried this and it didn't work and you're still trying to get to, let's say, point A, right? And I went this way and there's a traffic jam, so I went this way and then I got over here and then there was an accident in front of me and then I went the yeah. other way and then I got a flat tire and then I, at some point, okay, no, no, I'm not supposed to be going there. Not supposed to be going. You have to turn around and go the other way. It happened to you. you know what happened to me? I'll tell you a great example. It was 9 11. We were driving to the city to go to work. 
It was around nine. So after the first plane had hit already, before the second plane hit. And okay, we, uh, not, not the first time a plane crashed into the World Trade Center. It happens before. Really? Nobody realized. Yeah. Well, not, a, not a jumbo jet. Helicopter crashed in there. Wow. And a small planes crashed into it. Happened to the Empire State Building. So okay, no one knew it was a terrorist attack. But it was an accident. So driving to work. Driving to work. And they, 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 on the radio, oh, there was a plane that crashed. Okay, well, nobody knew how bad it was. Nobody knew anything at the time yet. We're driving to work. Okay, we're driving. We, we closed the battery tunnel. We're listening on the radio. Okay, battery tunnel's closed. Okay, guys, turn. We'll take the bridge. You start driving towards the bridge. Ten minutes later, the bridge is closed. Oh, okay, bridge is closed. Okay, let's go to the Holland. We're gonna go the other way. We're going to go from the, the Brooklyn Bridge to the Manhattan Bridge. Where Manhattan Bridge? Oh, Manhattan Bridge is closed. Okay, so that's uh, Finish. And in the meantime, the second plane hit already by then. I said, okay, that's it. Now, now, we're not supposed to go. We keep trying to go this way. Get shut off. If we go this way. Get shut off. Right? Turn around. We turn around. We went back home. Finish. That's the same thing in life. You're trying to figure out how much you should do to do versus, oh, wow, it's almost hard to pray. How, versus how much you should do versus how much, um, you know, accepting that what's supposed to happen is going to happen. The only way to know is to start the hishtadlut. And if doors keep slamming in your face, you're not, you're not on the right path. And if the doors keep opening in your face, you're in the right path. That's the only answer I can tell you. And, how, and when to call it quits after the door's slamming in your face, because you're not going to quit the first time, otherwise nothing's ever going to get done. Sometimes, right, you have to try. So the first time didn't work. Okay, that doesn't mean I'm quitting now. I got to try, right? At some point you say, no, 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 this is not normal anymore. It's not supposed to keep happening like this. That's when you call it quits. Yeah, you have a story? What about when good things happen to bad people? Good, okay, that's, that will save that for another question. Okay, we have, actually have five minutes. I'll try to answer that. I thought, I, I thought it was 645. I thought it was 640. If a bad guy is doing, he makes money, yeah, so is that's, he doing the right thing? Yeah, so Sadiq Viralo is a question that, that everybody everybody grapples with. Uh, Sadiq Viralo, Rashad Vitovlo, right? Sadiq Amor. Yeah, that's the, what they said. The classic example, the classic answer is that, uh, you know, uh, we say it on Friday night in, uh, in uh, how you doing? Right? Befroah Rishaim ke mo'esev v'yasisu kopala avin hisham edam ad-e'ad. Right? What does that mean? We see, Befroah Rishaim ke mo'esev. The Rasha, go grass. The grass grows everywhere. Wherever you put the grass, seeds grows. Everything is going good for them. Right? Befroah Rishaim ke mo'esev. V'yasisu kopala avin. Po'ala avin. Guy doing bad. What is he? He's mitzitz. He keeps sprouting. He keeps growing. Watch it. Why? To destroy them at the end. Sadiq is the opposite. Tamar is very difficult for the Tamar to grow. It needs a lot of a lot of care. A lot of eventually it's going to grow. You have hard work. But the Rasha, everything's going easy for the guy. Why? They're getting the reward here. They're getting all the reward here. And the other way for the Sadiq, he's getting what he has to do. Every, nobody's, a, nobody's a perfect Sadiq. They get, they get Avonot and everyone has to. So you want to get, get rid of your Avonot here. So there's issues. The Sadiq Viralo, it looks bad for him. It's not bad for him. It's good for him. The Rasha, it looks good for him. It's not good for him. It's bad for him. But if I'm going to know that my Hishtadud is good, if I see the sprouting, then... Meaning if I see it sprout and the tunnel opens... If you're doing something that you know is good and is happening good, so that's good. That's good. If you're being a Rasha and things are going good for you, you better start to worry. The Gemara says, anybody who went 30 days and had nothing bad happen to him, start to worry that you're getting, you're getting reward in this world for the, for, the, for, the, for, the, for the things that you did good, and that's not what you want to see. Kachomir. Adkan? Yeah, you have a question? One more thing. Yeah, I was just going to ask, yeah, you have with all the doors yeah. in the face. Yeah. Should we adopt the same thinking for, like, finding a wife? Yeah, absolutely. If, if you're trying to set a shidduch up and you're trying to go, yeah. yeah. It's not working. It's not working. Yeah. At some point, it's not working. Jump up, not working. Adkan, Baruch Adonai Lolam.